Welcome back to this episode of Simulating Podcasts. My name is Rachel Hoffman, and I have Cindy Colwell. Um, and we are going to be talking to you this month. It, our feature is coding, so we're talking yes. more about coding. Yeah, so I will be talking to you about coding in the early grades, so early learning and lower school. So for us here at All Saints, that is preschool through kinder is our early learning, and then first through fourth grade is our lower school. So um, if you listened to the very first one we did about mm -hmm. coding, kind of gave the overview of our whole kind of scope sequence of, of coding and how we value coding here at All Saints. So um, my part is to just basically teach the little ones the joy of coding and what coding is. And <laughs> <laughs> so everything for them is joyful. So just uh -huh, they see 100%. it as play and so it's fun. So it's just more teaching them the vocabulary that goes along with coding, teaching those words like this is a command, this is a loop, this is your if-then you know, command this kind of things. Um, so I guess we'll start with, how do you want to start this? We'll start with just, I guess we'll start with our early learners. So yeah. we'll start with, start the, with the babies. Um, <laughs> so our early learners, even starting as early as our preschoolers, they, of course, the learn through play. So their um, learning of coding just comes from playing with this little robot. So if you ever seen Botley is mm -hmm. a little robot that looks, to me, it looks like Wally. Yes, he's he does a, a little bit. He's a little square, he a little and he's bit. got these little arms and big eyes. Um, I think it, it's sold through learning resources is, is where you can find it. But it's a very simple, little easy um, intro to coding and kind of robotics. And so they learn to code just by putting down these little puzzle pieces. And Botley follows this little black line. So they learn that... The robot can't do anything on his own, that it has to be told what to do. And that's kind of what they learn at coding is a language. It's a way of speaking mm -hmm. to computers, speaking to robots. And it, with Botley, the speaking to it is through a black through line, lines. just following a black line. So they have to work together to put this puzzle, these big cardboard puzzle pieces together that come with the robot that have black lines and they can make it go He's super cute. He sits and he'll start whistling when he gets bored, when he's not moving. Same. He starts going, <laughs> it's super cute. It's super cute. And they always laugh because when you first turn it on, he goes, hello. So he sounds like Wally and they always talk to it. And then they're wondering why he's not talking back. And poor but, bubs. But super cute. So, and then it, uh, then you can advance it and it comes with a little remote with like directional arrows. So you can then Very code cool. it. So you can step up starting with the like preschoolers just playing with it and just seeing that it moves. And if you don't get it on the line, he just spins in a little circle So because he doesn't know what to do because he, he hasn't been to told. Do. He hasn't mm -hmm. been given any code, so he just spins in a circle. So it's kind of just their intro to coding there. Um, we use with our kindergartner or preschooler, pre-Kers, and our kindergartners, B-Bots. Mm -hmm. so I'm sure everybody kind of knows what B-Bots are. Um, just simple little robots that use directional arrows to... Um, get it to move so I just make a grid on the floor and different less pictures on it usually and they have to get it to go to mm -hmm. certain pictures by pushing forward and back and mm -hmm. um, side to side those kind of things um, then they have to code that before they press go correct so yeah. for those that are listening it's not like automatic what they put in they have right. to put it in then press go then it goes right so they have to solve it first first they have to work through the grid and how many forward, mm -hmm. then do I turn left or right? And, and then how many And turning is always the hardest because they think 
it'll turn and leave the little square at the same time on the grid and it doesn't right. it just turns and then they have to figure out then oh now i need to mm-hmm. go forward so it's a really um good way to teach them those directional directional skills because they otherwise it mm-hmm. ends up going in a little circle and they <laughs> so they'll hit left 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 thinking it's going It'll left go forward so yeah. until they realize oh i have to turn left then i go forward forward mm-hmm. otherwise he just spins and i always let them make that mistake oh for sure you have to just let them make it and then they, what happened well what did you push mm-hmm. and then um the other thing is is making sure they wiping the memory so we talk all the time about a robot or a computer cannot do anything on its own it has to be coded it has to be told what to do and that code is just a list of directions uh-huh. so they'll often get mad a four-year-old to get mad he didn't do what i wanted him to do he can't do anything that you didn't tell it to do. So let's think about it. And that's where we introduce those words like debugging. Mm-hmm. We got to debug it. Where did we go wrong? And let's fix it. So pulling out those computational thinking skills of, of debugging, even way down with the um, four-year-olds and kindergartners. Um, but we do a lot of um, unplug coding which is kind of something different. Yeah, it's really neat. So if if you're listening to this and you don't have these fancy robots, it's totally okay. You can do what they call unplug coding. And it's anything from um, hopscotch. Hopscotch, the game of hopscotch, is basically coding. How many forward do I turn? So you can get these. I mean, if you go to teacher, pay teacher, and find tons, you just put in unplug coding, and you're going to find all kinds of activities. But hopscotch coding is one of my favorites. And they're just these clip cards. You color code them and laminate them to the kids, and you put them on the ground to make, like, a little path. And the kids are the robots. That's what they tell them. They're, they're the robots, <laughs> and I'm the coder. I put the code on the floor, and you have to follow it. And this is another way to introduce, again, those, those words like a loop because under some of the different actions, it says repeat two times mm-hmm. or repeat six times. And so, like, an example, we did one at Christmas time, and the directions were Christmas-related. So it was, say, Merry Christmas. <laughs> or they had to go, ho, 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 like Santa when they got <laughs> to that square. And some, if they had to do it six times, and they had to do it six times, or they had to do it just one time. I'm but sure they had they to actually <laughs> read the conditions that are on the card and what to do. So we try to introduce just simple vocabulary of coding then. But they're also um, unplugged coding with just using... Um, a piece of paper with a grid on it and giving them pictures and they get to basically make like a little map, a little trail. And then they have to figure out, okay, if I were to robot, what would my code be to get here? And just using arrows and just making a list of arrows. So first I go forward, then I turn right. And so up arrow, then a right arrow, then a, you know, different arrows like that. Or if you wanted it to pick up something in their map, there are certain little pictures that can be glued again, but I just find all that stuff online it's super easy and super simple cheap and then once you see them then you can start making your own to go with whatever content you're teaching right um but i do and then another one we do a lot of with kindergarten first graders is binary code coding Mm -hmm. unplugged binary coding and so they learn about the zeros and ones that it's a computer (laughs) language that uses zeros and ones and um at Christmas time, we made ornaments just using this red, you know, those little triangle beads. Oh, tri yeah. beads. Yeah. I don't I think, tri, I don't know. They look like little triangles. Like the, yeah, they have the middle. Like the little, yeah. <laughs> and pipe cleaners. And so you just replace the zeros and ones with a color. And then um, they can make a little ornament. Name or ornament. we did at Valentine's, um, the kindergartners made hearts out of binary code that spelled love. Cute. So they just use pink and um, white beads. And then you have a 
third color that's your spacer color in between. Um, so I have, um, I talked to some kindergartners about coding um, and about what coding is to them and what it means and then to kind of explain some of their um, activities. So you'll hear them, they can describe it better than I can, um, what coding is. So I'm gonna play that for you. So here I am with some kindergartners. You guys wanna tell us your names? My name is Jake. What's your Lauren. name? And Lauren. So Jake and Lauren are some little computer coding experts now, right? Yeah. You're learning how to code. Who can tell me what coding is? Coding is guiding a robot. Mm -hmm. Is guiding a robot uh -huh. to do what? Guiding a robot to um, listen directions. To listen, follow directions, uh -huh. right? Because can a computer or a robot think for itself? No. 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 Who has to tell a computer or a robot what to do? You. You do. You're the coder, right? Mm -hmm. And like Jake said, a coder is, or code is a list of directions, a list of instructions, mm -hmm. right? So I just want us to talk about some of the things we've done in Oasis in your class with coding. Okay. okay? Do you remember we learned something called binary code? Do you remember what binary code is? It's where one you, of... Uh -huh. Where you put... Um, stuff in places like the beads one, one, zero, one zero and one right it's a list of zeros and ones because a computer speaks that language binary code okay what does the zero mean Do you remember on. to turn off it's off it's a switches right inside mm -hmm. we said all the computers had switches and zero is off what okay. was one on. on. What did we do with binary code? Do you remember an activity that we did with binary code? Oh, we did necklaces. We made necklaces, necklaces. right? What were you doing that you needed a necklace? We were m making our names, names in patterns. In patterns, like, so one time we did, like, green, 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 yellow, mm -hmm. then orange. Because mm -hmm. what was orange? Orange was the... Was the space. The space, right? So you made a, a necklace out of binary code. Uh-huh. And what did it spell? Do you remember what it said? What did your necklace say? What did you Our use? Name. Your name, oh, right? Nice. You had your name because you guys were doing your powwow. Uh -huh. Right, so we made our Native American necklaces to go for your powwow, but we used binary code to spell your, your name, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. And right. so each letter of your name was made out of which two numbers? One and zero. One and zeros, zero. depending on what it, because a computer, when I hit A on my keyboard, does it know A? No, no. No, what does it do? It just is whatever it was. Well, it says zeros and ones, right? right? Another thing we did for coding was a game we played hopscotch. Mm -hmm. Do you remember? Mm -hmm. How did that game work? How um, is that so coding? You start from the starting line and then you follow their directions and we're kind of like the robots mm -hmm. and they were the directions. And then we had to follow them. And then where those pur purple thing, purple mats were, you had to do whatever it did. Yeah, that was your command, that was your action. It told you what to do when you got to that square. So you had to follow the arrows and then do the command when you got to that. What was the repeat? Remember where there was a repeat and it had a number? Six. six. So it might have said six or repeat. Four. What were those? Do you remember what those were called? What, um, or what did that tell you to do to that command? Um. So when you, like, when it's a number, redo it. Yeah, to do it again. So yeah, if it said so, repeat. So, like, 
if you got there and you had to do it one time and it said six times, you had to do it one, two, three, four, five, six. Exactly. That was mm-hmm. your command was to tie. Remember, we called that a loop. Do you remember a loop? Because uh-huh. it makes you redo it over and yeah, over. Yeah, because like it kind of makes you dizzy. <laughs> you think a loop makes you dizzy? Mm-hmm. It does. But that was a fun way to do coding. Who was a robot in that? When you just, you, you're right, when you were the robot and I put down your command, I was the coder and you mm-hmm. had to be the robot and follow. Did you like playing that one? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, y'all did it for Christmas. I remember it was Christmas one, right? Uh-huh. Right? But then you've also gotten to use real robots. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Uh, they look like that little uh, insect. What is it called? A bee. A bee. As a bee bot, right? Uh-huh. Lauren, can you explain how does a bee bot work? How do you make a bee bot do what you want it to do? So you have to you have to um push like arrows and stuff. You have to push forward, sideways, sideways, back. Mm-hmm. And go. Yeah, because can that bee bot just start moving on its own? No. 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 What has to happen in order for the bee bot to know what to do? So, so like, if you you push the directions you want to go to the place you want to go, mm-hmm. then if you hit go and you miss a turn, is it the bee bot's fault? No. No, we can't get fault. mad at the bee bot because mm-hmm. the bee bot can only do what. It it's told you to what do. you to what you told it to do, and if you hit go, and if you don't erase his brain, then oh, it go over right. And over if and you over. forgot to erase the code that was already in its brain, mm-hmm. then oops, did it go where you wanted? Mm-hmm. No, it didn't go where you wanted because it forgot. You forgot to erase the so already like, the list. If you went, if you went to the direction you want to go, and you forgot, and you just put it back instead of pushing erase. Mm-hmm. Then when another person said go, because it already did it, yeah. it'll just go and it'll go to the place that the other person mm-hmm. did. And then it won't do your code until it finishes yeah. what, what's already in its memory that the other yeah. person put in there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right. So that is a bebop. So coding is what again? Um, it's a language of... Language of... Who? Binary code. Binary Binary code code. is one of the languages, right? Binary code is a language of who or what? You. Is it me? I don't speak a binary code. Who speaks a binary code? Robots. Robots do. And computers speak in binary code because coding is just a list of what? Words. Words. Well, it's a list. Yeah, it's words, but it's a list of more. Numbers. So binary code is numbers, zeros and ones that tell a computer what? Directions. Mm-hmm. Directions. Directions. It gives directions. It's all like your list of directions to do. Well, thank you, Jake and Lauren, for sharing all of your knowledge of coding. You're we appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Isn't You're that the welcome. cutest? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you see, it's just a learning again through play. They think they're playing, they're having fun, but they're learning the basics, like the very um, founding foundations i guess is of of coding just that it's a list of directions it's a list to follow otherwise the bee bot or the um robot can't do what you want it to do and then our kids when we get into first grade they're introduced um to the sphero robot so if you don't know what a sphero is it's a little orb little robot they're very versatile and pretty sturdy so they've got the Sphero Spark Plus, and then there's the Sphero Bolts. They're all pretty much the same. They're a little clear 
um, little orbs that you can see all the components inside, and it is um, controlled through an iPad, through an app, um, Sphero EDU app, I believe is what it's called. And so it has multiple, it's very versatile because you can start with the younger kids, which is drawing code. They draw something mm-hmm. on the screen and then hit go, and the robot does whatever they drew. So, again, it's that mm-hmm. kind of that following line, again, of just giving the directions to um, the robot through drawing lines. But then you advance to block coding, and then you put in different movements or different blocks for movement, light, sound, and then you have the more advanced for, like, the conditional mm-hmm. blocks. So... Um, we do a lot of, of stuff with the coding with the spheros. So we have second graders. We'll do um, big organ trail study. So we mm-hmm. had them learn how to, they had to first create a wagon that would connect to their sphero. And then their sphero acted as the oxen to pull their cart. And we put a whole little trail in the hallway of mountains to go over. And then they had to ford a river, and which was just blue construction paper on the floor. But, but hey, <laughs> but imagination is great. A Sphero is waterproof. So there are people that if you have water, yeah, so you, people have made boats out of them. So if you can make the Sphero float, and then as it starts spinning, it acts as kind of a little turbine that makes it cool. start going. Um, we've painted with them. So kindergarten mm-hmm. has a space unit. And so we painted planets using the Sphero. So all they did was draw on the screen and they hit go and then the sphero started zigzagging (laughs) over their little circle paper to end up being their planet um but and then if you use them like in your division you eventually can do javascript where they move past the block coding into java all with that same exact robot uh plug for Mm -hmm. um the apple book uh everyone can code um and swift playgrounds app you can actually not only just use Java, but you can use uh, XR as X. Huh? I'm I'm looking. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my husband Nathan, You're who knows better. But XO code. It's just X code. It's oh, not okay. XR. There you go. I, I got that <laughs> from our stuff. It's mm-hmm. X code, which is how you can code an app, an Apple specific app. So mm-hmm. anyway, you can take Sphero. I mean, almost all mm-hmm. the way. I mean, it's it's a very cool, versatile, little, mm-hmm. sturdy robot. I mean, it can be dropped and still be okay from, like, about maybe six or so inches off the ground. So if a kid's sitting on the floor and holds it and accidentally drops right. it, it'll still be okay. No, it shouldn't be dropped from, like, the table standing or right. anything. It's a little different because just like anything, it can it can break. But So I um, sat down with some second graders who are in the middle of um, working on a coding project. They created – they worked in little groups of three to four – they first created a little paper maze and then had to put different little things on the maze. Um, and then they had to, once their maze is all put together, then they had to figure out using block coding how to get their Sphero to go through the maze and stop at these little, I guess, checkpoints we were kind of calling them. So I'm going to let you listen and hear their explanation. So this is um, three first graders telling you. All right, so here we are with some second grade coders. So I'll let them introduce themselves. Tell us your name. I am Aubrey. I am Hunter. I am Anya. Okay, and they have been working, even since when they're in first grade, on learning how to code. So we're just going to talk about, so who can tell me what is coding to you? If somebody asks you what is coding, Aubrey, what's coding? Uh, so it's programming a robot, computer, mm-hmm. 
or Spiros. Yeah, Spiro. Yeah, your Spiro robots. You've done a lot with. Who can add to that? Who? What else is computer? So, there's also coding and computers. Mm -hmm. Ones and zeros. To Ones tell and the zeros. Computer to turn on. Do you remember and what that kind of coding is called? I know you've done it. Binary coding. Exactly. Already, it's called binary coding. And Anya, what what is binary code? If somebody were to say, I don't know what binary code is. Instructions. Instructions to um program computers like mm -hmm. Aubrey said. But what makes binary code language different than our language? Because it's, it's just it's ones and a zero. It's, it's a, not like words. Yeah, it's not words, it's ones and zeros, right? And Audrey, do you remember what did you guys do with um, binary code? Um, during Christmas, we made an ornament. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And how did that, how did it work? How did that ornament work? How did you make we, it? We made it out of our names, mm -hmm. and we used red and white um, beads to, um, like, make an ornament. Mm -hmm. And there's, there are just two colors. We use colors instead of the... The ones and the zeros. Uh -huh. And so each one, so you had to find the pattern to know how to make your ornament. What did you have to put in between each? A green uh, spot to uh -huh. show that it's done with a letter. Right, because there's a lot of zeros and ones in just one letter of the alphabet, definitely, right? Yeah. So we had to switch it up and put a space in between, right? So that's binary code is one language. And then you guys have been working this month, like Aubrey said, with the Sphero robot, right? Right. And a Sphero robot doesn't use the binary coding. It's a different kind of coding. You're having to do what? Program. You're programming it using what kind of coding? We're using block coding. Yeah, it's block coding. How does but, that work, Hunter? So what you have to do is you have to put a block on and make it go and make sure that that block is perfect and mm -hmm. makes it turn perfect. Mm -hmm. But like, if you know one of them is already on there that's good and you want to try to speed it up, it messes up. It's just like dominoes. It messes mm -hmm. up the hole beneath mm -hmm. it and you have to start all over again. Yeah, you have to do what we call debugging. Remember where you have to go in and then find where did it get messed up? Yep, so it took, some, took a lot of patience and a lot of perseverance. We use that word. And it wastes your time. It does. So once you've got a block yeah. good, you're supposed to leave it alone, right? right? But what is block coding? What does that mean? If somebody were to not know what block coding and is listening to you right now, what how would you explain it? So what is block coding? Well, block coding is like you put the blocks together and then whatever you put on, it it tells your robot or Spiro what to do. Mm -hmm. Like it forms like a maze or a pattern mm -hmm. when you're finished with it. Right. So, it, so when you slide over those blocks, like Aubrey said, in an order, it's basically a list of what? For the instructions. Robot. Instructions. It's a list of instructions telling that Spiro where to go and what to do, right? Because that Spiro, if you don't tell it what to do and there's no blocks and you hit start, is the Spiro going to go anywhere? No. <laughs> it just is there. You are the brain of the robot and have to tell it exactly what to do. So before you even started coding, what did you guys have to do with your team? Um, we had to make a plan. Mm-hmm. Because if we had no plan, we'd just be dig dallying like dominoes. <laughs> and if you knocked one over, none of them worked. Right. So you guys, so together as a team, before we even got the robots out, what did y'all have to make? A maze. A maze, a right? Maze. And on that maze, you had certain little, we were calling them kind of checkpoints, right? That the robot had to do something. And what does your robot have to do? It, it has, has to do 
light, light and, sound. and sound. And you guys got to choose where you wanted that on your maze, right? right? You made the maze going in whichever place and direction you wanted, and you put on the spots for light and sound. Once you had that, then we got out our Spheros, right? Right. Which types of blocks did you use to program your Sphero to go through the maze? Uh, we programmed it with the blue blocks. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what those were called, what the blue ones were? Mo moving blocks. Movement blocks, right? And then we also did what other blocks? Sound types? blocks. Sound blocks. And lights. Which one is your favorite? Um, sound. You like the sound? Why do you like um, the sound blocks? Because there's like um, animals and the dolphins, my the dolphin sounds, yeah, you can choose all kinds of sounds, animal sounds, some people had music play, right, all different kinds of sounds. So, in your definition of coding is what again? What is coding? Uh, it's when you program a computer, mm -hmm. a robot, or a sphero mm -hmm. to, do to, do, to do something, right? And you have to, to tell it what to do, you're the coder, right? And it, you're giving it a what? Instructions. Instructions on what to do. So that is coding. What has been your favorite thing to code so far? Oh, the Heather? speed. I like how the lights, they can change it so much colors. Mm -hmm. So different. And you can turn it up how much color thing. Yeah, you can make it brighter or lighter. And then you can but it can only colors. go to 255. Yeah. yeah. Then you can You've also on. used, we've also used the B-Bots before, right? Yeah, they yeah. would. Yeah, they make the little boot noise. Well, how do B-Bots, how are B-Bots different than Spiros? Well, they have buttons to mm -hmm. program them. They so, don't have an iPad to just press all these buttons. Mm -hmm. make so sure a B-Bot doesn't use block coding. It what do you have to do to code it? It uses buttons. The buttons, what kind of buttons? Like forward, backward, forward, side, backward side, 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 exactly. Go. So it's just another list of directions, just like your block coding. But there's okay. one thing. What's if, one thing? If you if if you don't know how to delete, then then you're gonna fill it up with all this different movement, mm -hmm. and you won't be able to play with it because you don't know how to delete. Right. It. If you don't wipe, we talk about wiping its memory. If you don't take away the first list of instructions, it will you, keep going and going and going. Exactly. And, and, and you'll go like, why is this doing the same one from last time? Mm-hmm. Because of Bebop, can it think for itself? No. No. Okay. Who has to do the thinking? Us. You do. So when you realize that, that's again your debugging. You figured out, uh oh, ah, I forgot to wipe away its memory, and now I gotta start over again, right? So that is, that's coding. We're gonna say something else, Hunter. Um. Also, if you have a B-bot and there's just like this good robot code, like mm -hmm. a dancing code in your head, and you forget it while you're wiping it out so many times. Mm -hmm. That's just a waste of thinking, and you have to think all over again no, what you're no. going to do. Yeah, so points. you have to keep control of your sequence of what it is you want to do and make sure you do it in the right order, because if you don't do it in the right order, is then, the, the robot going to do it in the right no. order? No. but it's fun. Is it Coding's fun, isn't it? It is. It's fun. Well, thank you, Anya and Aubrey and Hunter, for sharing your coding knowledge with us. Oh, we really appreciate it. Welcome. Um, Welcome. Well, this I hate wasting my thinking. Don't dilly dally. <laughs> Don't <love> dilly dally. <laughs> and I can sit there and I listen to them talk, and I can so see their faces because they get really excited when they start talking about <laughs> coding. But I mean, so that is just a difference. You heard of kindergartners first, and then those are mm -hmm. second graders. So just the difference in their level of knowledge between just those years. So um, 
the second graders probably started learning to code in kindergarten. I don't think mm-hmm. we had a lot of stuff mm-hmm. when they were in um, preschool, but they started the same way the kindergartners now with a little bit of binary code with the B-bots, and then now they're already up to using those the block coding and mm-hmm. having to solve their debug, their their sequence, and where did it go wrong? And you heard Hunter talk about the, the domino effect because that was kind of the, the illustration I used with them that if you fix already and you know this one block is ready and you're ready to put another one under it, don't go back up and change something at the top because then it's, it's going to mess everything up. Everything's going to be off. So, yeah, they created that maze, and they had little spots for light and sound, and they have to get it to go and land on that light spot and then to mm-hmm. change colors. So um, that's just how kind of in, for us in early learning in lower school um, kind of paved the way for you over there yeah. in, in middle school um, to just lay in the foundations of it. But, um, I mean, you can go online again to c- unplug coding. You just go to Google and put in unplug coding and you're going to get lots of different ideas Mm -hmm. for yourself to use with preschoolers all the way through even I used it this year with third graders they had to create a path for the gingerbread man at Christmas on a piece of paper and then they passed their paper to a friend and the friend had to to figure out the code to go on their little paper map so I mean it didn't require any robots but it was still teaching the same principle of coding so awesome that is coding that's coding (laughs) and for the babies it sure well, is. So yeah. well, that's it. So yeah. thank you for listening to Coding here at All Saints mm-hmm. in our early learning in lower school. We'll see you next week when hopefully we'll talk about um, – guys, I can't look at my husband. It's a real problem. You'll hear <laughs> us <laughs> next week um, when uh, we talk about coding um, in actually our fabrication upper school class. So um, we will talk to you then. I can't wait. Bye, guys. Bye.